Alright, welcome to the next episode of the Force Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Conforti. Last episode, we did five questions related to fitness. This episode, we're going to do five questions related to nutrition. We're going to get through these nice and quick. The first question is, what is the best diet? Well, the best diet is a diet based on plants and vegetation. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be completely vegan or vegetarian. It just means that the majority of what you're eating comes from fruits, vegetables, uh, beans, maybe seeds, things like that. Um, so... And that's really what should make up the majority of your big meals. Like what you have for snacks and stuff, that's that's different. I mean, that could easily be fruits and nuts and stuff like that too. But when you look at your plate of food, you should be able to tell, you know, what percentage of it is vegetables or... And I mean, I'm a big fan of salads just because they are by definition... Ma- mostly vegetables with a little bit of meat maybe, a little bit of carbs maybe, uh, very little dairy if any at all. So I, I always like that because you're usually getting a pretty big variety of of a healthy vegetable mix of some kind. Um, and as you're doing this sort of plant-based diet, uh, which could be paleo, it could be vegan, it could be anything in between. Mediterranean is is usually pretty plant-based as a whole. Uh, You're minimizing the amount of sugar you take in, uh, refined sugar specifically. You should only be drinking water, not really drinking anything else. You can get away with a little bit of tea, a little bit of coffee, uh, so long as you get the real stuff not the uh, super processed nasty stuff um, minimum like you want like no processed foods at all you want to be as raw as possible um, you know try to stay out of boxes and microwave food and stuff like that as much as you can uh, and just a little bit of meat can go a long way you don't have to have these huge portion sizes of of meat with every meal, um, and we'll talk more about meat specifically in another episode because I could easily go on for an hour on what kind of meats you should be eating and and things like that. Uh, but get to the point where you're minimizing sugar, dairy, processed foods, and you get yourself to drinking pretty much just water. Uh, first, and then we'll worry about where and what kind of meats you're getting. Uh, and for the water thing, the water thing is is hugely important. Uh, it's a, you know stay away from the sports drinks and and fruit juices. Vegetable juices is, is going to be okay, but fruit juice uh, not so great. There really isn't any kind of alcohol that's going to be healthy for you. I mean, kombuchas is good, but nothing else is good for you. Don't listen to what anybody says about reversatrol or any of that other nonsense. Uh, kombucha is really the only 
I mean, there's a couple things similar to kombucha out there, but uh, yeah, you want to stick with with water as much as possible. Next question: What do you recommend for breakfast? Uh, I will give you I'll give you five uh, ideas or general directions to go in. Uh, eggs for breakfast are usually pretty good. They've pretty much got everything you need in them uh, as far as nutrition goes. Uh, don't cut out the yolk, eat the whole thing. Um, so I like eggs and there's a lot of versatility with them. You can, you know, make an omelet and throw, combine all sorts of vegetables and stuff with them so you can make it even healthier. Uh, and they, they go a long way. I feel like they'll, they'll fill you up pretty good. Uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, fruit with peanut butter in the morning. Uh, specifically I like apples with, uh, peanut butter, almond butter, um, dates, uh, and peanut butter is a good combination. Some people like banana and peanut butter, those kinds of things. You're going to start to see a, a theme here in a second. Uh, I also really like avocado toast. I'm not a fan of, of, you know, processed breads and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, a slice of toast or two isn't going to hurt you in the morning. And, uh, you throw an entire avocado on top with some salt, uh, pepper and, uh, olive oil and it's it's really really delicious i also throw uh some turmeric on top of that turmeric and, and pepper uh is really good for your body and brain um oatmeal is another one that you can be pretty versatile with uh you can do cold oatmeal with uh like almond milk or something in the fridge the night before so it soaks up and then in the morning it's ready to go you throw cinnamon on there uh you could throw peanut butter on there on uh, some kind of fruit something like that that's uh that's always been been pretty good um and i would say my favorite uh next to you know if i'm not doing the fruit and peanut butter or the avocado toast or something is just having a shake i don't like to have heavy meals in the morning um, especially not a, a work morning. If I, if it's a morning where I'm off, I might do something like, you know, the eggs or something might, might fit in a little bit better cause I'm not in a rush to go anywhere. But, um, shake, shake is always good. So you can do a protein shake. You could even, if it's a breakfast shake, you can do something with a little bit higher in carbs. You could throw your, uh, your nut butters into that as well. So the reason why I keep bringing up uh, peanut butter and and stuff like that is because if you combine your carbs, like your oatmeal, your toast, uh, your fruit, and even a um, you know a high carb protein shake, maybe that's three to one carbs to protein shake. If you combine that with uh, some sort of healthy fat, like some nut butters or avocado. Uh, uh, maybe some MCT oil, coconut oil, something like that. Uh, it's going to give you consistent energy without having like a mid-morning crash. 
that you would get if you just had like a plain bagel in the morning. Um, you know, halfway through your morning, you're going to be dying, needing more energy. Same thing if you just had the fruit in the morning, it's probably not going to last that too, the energy is probably not going to last super long. Uh, that one, fruit, you can get away with a little bit depending on how fibrous and stuff it is, but uh, for the most part, yeah, combine it with some sort of peanut butter, everybody likes peanut butter, or almond butter, um, and you'll get, the energy will just last a little bit longer. I mean, I've gone, I've had mornings with just an apple and nut butter, and I'm good for like five hours, I'm not even remotely hungry. And my energy is good. I don't. I don't really lose energy for for quite a while. With that, um, but like I said, shake shake is always good. All right, next one. Too fast or not too fast? Uh, I say yes to fasting. I like fasting. Um, some people have recommended like an entire day, fast for an entire day, once a week. Uh, that could be a little bit extreme. I don't think that's terrible. Um, if you're, if that's the only day that you're fasting, it's, it's probably not that bad. Um, but I, I like intermittent fasting up to about 16 hours. Uh, intermittent fasting is just you're you're fasting the majority of the day and then you have a little time window where you eat so if you're fasting for 16 hours you have an eight hour window say it's from 12 p.m to 8 p.m where you eat you don't eat anything before or after that but um you could do a 20 hour fast i think that's that's a little bit extreme and a 12 hour fast is is too easy. I mean, that's that's what everybody should almost naturally be doing, uh, assuming they're getting a decent amount of sleep and assuming that they're not eating a meal right before they get into bed and then having another meal the second that they get up, uh, which you might be doing if you're a bodybuilder or something. But uh, if you're if you're fasting for less than twelve hours, you're probably eating too much. Uh, or too, too many times throughout the day, or too often, or something. But um, it it depends on your on your lifestyle. What time do you go to work? What time do you get home? How late do you sleep in? But so like Sundays, for most people, is a pretty light day, right? You're gonna you're gonna try and sleep in as much as possible because you're out the night before on Saturday, and then you're gonna have to go to bed early because you have to work Monday, right? So it's real easy to do a uh, a 16 hour fast don't don't eat until don't eat breakfast until 10 a.m finish up eating uh, dinner or whatever at six go to bed nine ten o'clock you're good whatever uh, it's really easy to do um, a good fast on a day like that now if you're working, your hours are going to be different, and maybe it's going to change up. And you don't have to do intermittent fasting every day, and you don't have to do it for, you know, five years straight or something. You can do it for a couple of weeks, see how it feels. Um, 
But yeah, I, I like fasting for sure. What is the quickest way to lose weight? All right. Um, I would start running. I would definitely start running. Uh, for sure. Running just, it does the trick. Um, if you're super serious, uh, about losing weight and it's, it's, you know, just, just going out and running on your own isn't, um, isn't motivating enough or something for you. Uh, you need to address a lot more than just getting out there and being active. So you're going to want to get a personal trainer. You're going to want to evaluate your diet and you're going to really want to focus on, uh, just overall mobility. Like if you're to the point where running isn't something that you're even capable of doing, then you definitely need to get a trainer, get your diet fixed up, and then just start working on moving all together so that you can actually get ready and, and get in shape to run. Uh, there's a quote, don't run to get in shape, get in shape to run. That's kind of where that that's coming from. Um, Definitely working with some sort of resistance, uh, you know, weight training, those kinds of things. I wouldn't do that without a personal trainer. If you've never done it before, get a personal trainer, learn how to properly manipulate weights without hurting yourself uh, before uh, continuing on your own. Uh, that You can lose a lot of weight just by giving your body a little bit of resistance, building up a little bit of muscle, uh, and, and doing that, that's going to be good. If you already run, you run all the time, but you still need to lose weight. You're going to need to start adding in the resistance, like I just said, and I would recommend start doing, uh, sprints. So you're pushing a little bit harder for a shorter amount of time. Uh, that's going to help a lot. The steady state slow pace running, while it's good for losing weight, it is going to make your body look a little bit softer. So if you've kind of gotten to that point, you've already, like I said, you've already been running and you're like, oh, I still need to lose weight. Or there's just like this little, little bit that's kind of soft, whatever. That's when you need to start working in the resistance, working with uh, weights and start doing sprints for sure. And then nutritionally speaking, as we talked about before, uh, cut out basically all beverages except for water. Like I said, you can get away with a little bit of tea, a little bit of coffee, uh, but stay away from juices, absolutely no soda, um, alcohol, all that stuff, get rid of it. Last question. What's the deal with cheat meals? How often should they be? Um, I'm not opposed to cheat meals. I've just never really seen... I've never really understood like what the big deal behind cheat, cheat meals or cheat days or whatever. Um, so if you're doing a cheat day, as in an entire day of indulging in whatever you want is usually too much. 
uh, and it's usually going to cause a lot of inflammation, and then it takes like a strict week just to get back to where you were. So if you're doing really, really good, and then on Saturday you go crazy, and all you know you have three huge meals of salt and fat and grease and all this other stuff, and next thing you know you're you know, it's, it's Monday and you weigh 10 pounds more than you did the Friday before you go strict for the next couple of days, your body balances back out and then it's Friday and then you go Saturday and you go crazy with another cheat meal again. You're just doing this weird cycle and, uh, it's just impeding your gains. And if you're getting all inflamed and joints and stuff hurt come Monday and your head hurts and you got headaches and stuff like that's, that's just not the way to go. Now, if you just do like a cheap meal, um, you know, that's that's obviously going to be significantly better. I don't have a problem with that. If it's Friday night and you're going to take your spouse out and have a nice dinner or whatever, like that's not going to impede your goals or anything too significantly. And you can even minimize that even more where maybe you're still strict on your diet, but you have dessert. So it's not even an entire meal. It's one part of the meal that's maybe outside of your regimen. Like that stuff's all good. Um, I would just plan ahead uh, and you could even stretch it further than just once a week. Uh, so if it's, uh, you know, if it's September and you know two weeks from now is your sister's birthday and you guys are going to go out and uh, have dinner, whatever it is, then be strict for two weeks, enjoy that day, and then go back to being strict until the next holiday or celebration or whatever that you already know is coming up. Um, it doesn't make sense for people to be like super strict and then they have a cheat meal and then the following week they have a celebration coming up and the celebrations on a Friday, but their cheat meals on Saturday. And then they end up with two treat days back to back, like all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's no good. So you just plan it out according to the things that you already know are coming up. Americans have holidays at least once a month. Uh, it's really not that difficult to be strict in between those. Uh, and even if you are having a cheat meal or cheat item, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be like it should be a treat. And it actually should almost in some ways be expensive. That way it's not something that you're going to be tempted to do all the time, you know, if you lose motivation or have a bad day or something. So, you know, if 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 your cheat meal is a cheeseburger, it doesn't have to be a dollar cheeseburger from a fast food restaurant. It, it, why not have your cheat hamburger be or cheeseburger be the best cheeseburger in your city it might cost $15 but I mean that's a legit cheat right uh and sometimes just the cheat meal is just going out I mean if you live out of Tupperware containers throughout the week eating chicken and rice sometimes 
just being able to go out to a restaurant is enough of a cheat doesn't mean that you're eating something outside the diet or something unhealthy, but maybe spending a little bit more money and maybe it's a little bit bigger portions, those kinds of things. Like just that enough is kind of a cheat. And uh, yeah. So those are the five nutrition questions. Like I said, I wanted to keep it kind of short, just give a little bit uh, of my my take on those things. I'll have another episode out in about another week or so. We're getting really, really close to opening up our uh, a combat studio. Getting really excited about that. And I'm just over a month away from going to the Onnit Academy in Austin. So certainly going to be a, some exciting uh, audio logs and podcasts, if you will, uh, you know, throughout September and October, but, um, we're getting there soon. So I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks.